What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to The Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews. Presented by IV Creative. Now, here's your hosts, B. Cox and The Crew. Greetings and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Vault Podcast, Classic Music Reviews. Presented by Ivy Creative, it's a perspective of the classics from a fresh point of view. We appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective. You could be anywhere listening to anything, but you're right here with us, so we thank you. With you today is yours truly, B. Cox, and want to give a shout out to all the fans out there once again, stateside and worldwide, for continuing to give us your support. Guys, we thank you so much for all the feedback that you give us, and in particular, I'm going to share something I received this week that has given me quite an amount of joy, especially considering the fact we've been doing this podcast for almost three years now. So we want to thank you all for giving us support and also spreading the word. The numbers, of course, are continuing to stay steady. We want you all to continue to spread the word. So please remember to like, share, subscribe, repost, all those things out there. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media channels as well. As a reminder, you can visit us at our website. That's vaultclassicpod.com vaultclassicpod.com there you can go listen to all of our episodes check out our guest pages to see some of our former guests you can also go there leave a review go to our buy me a coffee page there you can support the page by leaving a small donation monetarily and of course no amount is too small and you can go to our new merchandise store on the website there you can see our hats hoodies t-shirts stickers tumblers coffee mugs Anything you can think of, phone cases, we got iPhone cases for the 11, 12, and I believe the newest one. So make sure that you all go out there to vaultclassicpod.com, check out all those features. And of course, you can leave us a message through our contact form, which is exactly is what happened not too long ago. And I'm going to take this time now to read a message that was sent to us by a fan through the contact form. So this is a message that says, hey, guys, kudos to you for regularly creating a really fresh and inspiring podcast. I am from Poland, currently living in Berlin, Germany, and I've been listening to your podcast for a while. I discovered my knack for hip hop in 2001, thanks to Shook One's 2 by Mob D. It's dope that you recalled Diggable Planets in a recent episode. I don't remember exactly how I stumbled across them. It probably was in 2003 when I purchased a book about hip hop in Oxford, which also included a subsection on DP. Anyway, I prefer their first somewhat lighter album as jazz rap albums flowing so smoothly where the jazzy and the rap parts actually constitute a natural unity rather than being mechanically put together for a rare occurrence in the history of hip hop. Whenever I listen to the album, I become nostalgic. And I also believe it's a shame that they called it quits so early. Then again, they mention creative differences as the main reason for their breakup. And maybe it's better to break up rather than demolish your legacy by putting out mediocre half-baked records. Amen to that. Again, much love to your podcast and hear from you soon. Best, Patrick from Poland, living in Berlin, Germany. So thank you, first of all, Patrick, for the kind message and for sending that message in. We want to thank you for listening to us for all this time. 
Guys, we really appreciate it. And Patrick, we appreciate your message. Please continue to reach out and also make sure you spread the word. So shout out to Patrick there living in Berlin, Germany. And all of our listeners, of course, all over the world, guys, we thank you. And if you have a message like Patrick, feel free to reach out to us on our contact form on the website, vaultclassicpod.com. As we always say here on The Vault, our motto is hashtag open the vault, hashtag nothing but the classics or MBTC. And today, we have a bit of a change-up, a bonus episode. Today, we're going to talk about a few of my favorite posse rap cuts. Yes, the posse cut. Something in the 1990s that was a staple. Something that you can run down a number of different lists of all the great posse cuts during the 90s, but a few of them just stood out above the rest. Today, what we're going to do in this bonus episode is I'm going to give you my favorite posse cuts from the 1990s, where it was such a staple and something where you had some great collaborations through artists that wouldn't collaborate regularly. So we're going to go through this list. I'm going to have an honorable mention list and also the ones that I feel that stand above the rest in the 1990s. Now, before we get started, I'm going to give a couple of disclaimers. One, I'm not including any songs on any Wu-Tang albums or any of their individual member albums. The reason why I'm doing that, because I think it's a bit of a cheat code to say and include anything on the Wu-Tang albums, any of their members' albums. And I say that because of this. One, it's a given on a Wu-Tang album with a group that has nine members that you will have a number of different people and it will automatically constitute a posse cut. So for that reason, and also, you know, with each one of their members, it's expected that members of the group are going to also feature on their respective members' albums. So for that reason, we're going to exclude Wu-Tang and any of their member albums out of this discussion. And I may have a separate bonus episode to talk about some of the best posse cuts and collaborations on those Wu-Tang and their members' albums individually. We'll maybe save that for another bonus episode to give it its own dedicated episode. I will also not be including the Flavor in Your Ear remix, and I will tell you why. One, I think that over the years, this song has definitely gotten its props, but I believe after some time of listening to it that, honestly, it's not really that great of a posse cut altogether. It has a great verse by Biggie, also a good alternate verse from Craig Mack, but other than that, I mean, Busta Rhymes had a memorable performance, but was it mostly because of his animation or the verse itself? LL Cool J and Rampage really didn't, not really their best performances, so we're gonna leave that one out of there. I mean, <laughs> trust me, I've heard a lot from people who now 30 years afterwards have said that they actually like the original Craig Mack version without the remix as opposed to the remix. So we're going to leave those two out there. But now we're going to get to my favorite posse cuts from the 1990s rap posse cuts. So I have honorable mentions I'm going to start with first. The first one I'm going to start with is going to be a track from the Lost Boys on their Love, Peace, and Happiness album. And it's Beast from the East with Mr. Cheeks featuring A+. Redman and Cannabis, produced by Bink. Now, this was a standout track on that album. I actually got this album and got it right around the first week that it came out because I did enjoy Lost Boys music. I thought their music was fun. And this track is one of the few tracks on there that I believe I played and replayed over and over again. This album to me was a bit of a disappointment coming from Legal Drug Money, but this was definitely the standout. You had a leadoff verse by Mr. Cheeks, A-plus, who, of course, was coming off of a year where he had had his debut album come out. Redman, he, of course, spits fires always. But Cannabis, on this track, went on two-and-a-half-minute tirade and tear where he tore the track up. So many quotable bars from that Cannabis verse. 
Definitely a good posse cut right there, in my opinion. The next one, The Game, from the Soul Survivor album by Pete Rock, with Pete Rock featuring Raekwon, Prodigy from Mob Deep, Ghostface Killer, produced by Pete Rock. Now, this one, the highlight to me, this, I think the verses were all good, including the memorable Stream of Consciousness verse by Ghostface Killer, the third verse, and a great verse by Prodigy and Raekwon. And Pete Rock to sort of close things out, but that beat, sampling that sample, I believe it was from the Thomas Crown Affair. Oh my goodness, by Pete Rock, just really doing his thing. That beat is a beat that so many people have flexed on freestyle wise, but this was pretty decent posse cut as well. My next honorable mention track for a posse cut, Rough Riders Anthem Remix on the DJ Clue, the professional mixtape featured DMX with Dragon, The Locks, and Eve on it, produced by Swiss Beats. Now, the original one on the It's Dark and Hell is Hot one is, of course, was a classic and a great track to open up that album. We'll be reviewing that album later on this year. But this was a good posse cut. It was something that that beat by Swiss Beats is something that, of course, is one of those iconic 90s beats that are out there. Great posse cut as well on DJ Clue in his first professional mixtape. And then my last honorable mention track is actually Black Ice by Goody Mob. Their full version that was actually on the Still Standing album. Produced by Mr. DJ, featuring all the members of Goody Mob and also Outkast, Big Boy, and Andre. Now, there is a version out there that only has verses by Big Gip and also by Big Boy and Andre, but the full version has everybody's verses on there. All the members of Goody Mob, Big Gip, Timo, CeeLo, Cujo, and then Outkast is definitely the version that I prefer. A great Dungeon Family collaboration. I really wish that we would have had more collaborations between Goody Mob and Outkast throughout the years. Those two were definitely the leaders of that Dungeon Family clique. You gotta love it. And Black Ice from an album, a still standing album, which we will also review later on this year in that stack year of 1998. So now we're gonna get outside of the honorable mentions into my ones, of course, that I think that stand above the rest from the 1990s and their posse cuts. Now, these are not in order. They're not from 10 to 1 or 11 or 12 to 1. This is just going to be the ones that stand out for me as far as the best posse cuts for me and my favorites from the 1990s. The first one I'm going to go with is going to be an old school one. Live at the Barbecue by Mage Source from their Breaking Adams album that featured Large Professor, Nas, Akinelli, and Joe Fatal, produced by Mage Source, mainly by Large Professor, this track is notable, of course, for that opening verse by a young Nas, really the first time that anybody heard him on wax. When he came out and blew that first verse out of the water, that got everybody's attention in the game. And as they always say, the rest is history. But Live at the Barbecue is mentioned frequently by a lot of different fans as one of the best posse cuts in hip-hop history, not only because it launched the career of one of the greatest MCs of all time, but also because it had notable performances from everyone else on the track as well. The next one are two tracks that I'm going to sort of link together because to me, you can't mention one without the other because I think they're linked. The first, that track, of course, is the Crooklyn Dodgers track, which was on the Crooklyn soundtrack. And the return of the Crooklyn Dodgers, which is on the Clocker soundtrack. Now, the Crooklyn Dodgers, the first supergroup, featured Buckshot, Master Ace, and Special Ed, with a track that was produced by Q-Tip that appeared on the Crooklyn soundtrack. That iconic beat, the beginning where you heard that broadcast of the Jackie Robinson's Brooklyn Dodgers broadcast. Then the return of the Crooklyn Dodgers song, produced by DJ Premier, featuring Chub Rock, J. Rude the Damager, and OC, that appeared on the Clocker soundtrack. Again, another iconic beat right there. Everybody can remember this, that sample with those chimes, that 
DJ Premier staple. Gotta love it. Two songs on two soundtracks that definitely were highlights of the mid-90s. That Crooklyn soundtrack and that Clockers soundtrack. Both Spike Lee movies. The next one, The Points from the Panther soundtrack featuring an all-star cast of Biggie, Coolio, Redman, Ill Al Scratch, Big Mike, Buster Rhymes, Buckshot, and Bone Thugs and Harmony, produced by Easy Mo B. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. To me, one of my favorite soundtrack tracks from the 90s because it had such a great lineup and there really wasn't a weak spot in this song. And that beat by Easy Mo B, so sinister, to couple that with the video that they also had. But then you also look at the song itself. I love this song so much that I went out and got the cassette single. Like, I wanted to hear it over and over and over again. They had the main version, which was produced by Easy Mo B. But then there were also, on the single version, the 12-inch, there were three different versions that were produced. There was the Easy Mo B version, which was on the soundtrack album. Then there were other versions that were produced by DJ Unique. And then also Black Sheep's Mr. Launch. So in addition to those other artists that you heard on that song, you also had versions on there that included Doodlebug from Diggable Planets, Menace Clan and the Fifth Ward Boys, and Jamal. And so there were versions on there that included extended versions that had longer verses to the original one you heard on the soundtrack by the artists who were on the original. Then also the remixes that were produced by DJ Unique and Mr. Lange that was an incredible, credible single. To me, value-wise, one of the best 12 inches I bought actually of the 90s. After that, we got an all-time classic. The I Got Five On It remix. <laughs> the remix to the track that was on Lunez's Operation Stack Cola album that features the Lunez and a Bay Area all-star cast. Drew Down, E-40, Richie Rich, Shock G, as both Shock G and also Humpty Hump, and Spice One, produced, of course, by Tone Capone. Now, this song, I Got Five On It, the original, was a classic, is a classic, is a song in that beat that will remain so iconic from the 90s. But this song was a great, great collabo from a lot of different Bay Area legends that definitely did their thing throughout the years. So this is a song that, of course, that will live on throughout history just from that beat, but then also from the original getting into this great remix. The next one, Off the Books, from the Stone Crazy album by The Beat Nuts. Featuring the beat nuts, Psycho Les and Juju, and also an early appearance by none other than the late great Big Pun and Cuban Links, produced by the beat nuts. We all know off the books that beat that has become so, so synonymous with a lot of DJ mixes, and also that verse to lead off by Big Pun, which really got everyone's attention on him. And got a lot of us talking. As we learned later on that year, as the song started to come out, you would see him on more features. And then leading into 1998, when that Capital Punishment album came out, which of course had everybody putting Big Pun right in their top tens and continue to have his legacy continue far after he's been gone. The next one, another one from 1998. Band from TV from the N.O.R.E. album of Noriega, his debut album. 
featuring Nori, Big Pun, Cameron, Jadakiss, Styles P, and Nature. Produced by none other than Swiss Beats. And <laughs> this was a definitely another standout track from that Nori album. This was a great posse cut. Those standout verses from Big Pun and Nori even saying in an interview that Big Pun wasn't supposed to be on the track, but he sort of bogarted and bullied his way on there. And of course, good verses on there by Jada Kiss and Styles P, but nature, that nature verse. <laughs> now, if you listen to the podcast, I never really was a big fan of nature and his work, specifically on the Firm album. But I think nature on here, bruh, definitely did his thing on this verse. And this was a great, great posse cut from an album from 1998, which definitely was a stacked year. So we're going to just stay in 1998 because that's what we do, right? <laughs> this one is John Blaze. From the Don Cartagena album with Fat Joe, featuring Fat Joe, Nas, Big Pun, Jada Kiss, and Raekwon, produced by Ski, aka Ski Beats, aka DJ Ski. Man, you want to talk about a loaded posse cut again, where everybody did their thing? Nas leading off this posse cut, it's what he does. Big Pun coming and laying down a crucial verse. Jada Kiss and Ray doing their thing, and Fat Joe to just end everything out. That beat as well by John Blaze, something crazy. Man, a loaded and stacked collabo from an album in 1998 in a year that was stacked with great collabos. So we mentioned 1998. We're just going to go ahead and stay there because why not? <laughs> One of my favorite album cuts to end the album, Niggas Done Started Something, from It's Dark and Hell Is Hot, with DMX, The Locks, and Mace, produced by Dame Grease. This, to me, is one of the best album cuts to ever end an album. You just hear this oh, this song, and then how she comes off the top, starts this off, and kicks things off great. Mace, with one of the better verses that I heard since he joined Bad Boy, killed it. That wasn't Mace, like playful Mace that you hear on Hosts and Carriage and Tell Me What You Want. No, this was Murder Mace on this track. And then the locks, of course, Jada and Styles, man. And then DMX ending it off. Like, you want to talk about a way to punctuate a great and classic album? Niggas done started something? Definitely was that. One of the ones, if you were wondering, I was going to get to it. Yeah, it's right there. I'm talking about none other than All About the Benjamins from No Way Out. With Diddy, The Locks, Lil' Kim, and Biggie. Produced by D-Dot on the No Way Out album. This, I mean, I, what else can I say about it, you know? It's, <laughs> I mean, come on, it's... Look, I, what else can I, it's just, it's like, I'm at a loss for words, really. I mean, the verses by the locks on here, Diddy getting a great verse written for him from Jada Kiss, Lil' Kim with a standout verse, and then Biggie, just to end things off, it's just crazy. A song 25 years later, my generation still hears it in the club. If we are still in the club or if we're somewhere, we're going to, Definitely is going to be something that'll get our heads bobbing at the very least, if not get up and jam. Heading over to the boot camp click, a great posse cut. Le Flaw, Le Flaw Escoska from Nocturnal, Helter Skelter's debut album, featuring Helter Skelter and OGC original gun clappers, produced by Baby Paul. Remember that video and, you know, great verses there as well, Helter Skelter and then that Sean P verse. And then that hook led off by Rockness Monster with that yes, yes, y'all. Helter Skelter OGC be the best, y'all. Man, that's iconic, man. That is great mid 90s stuff right there. A great collabo from a click that had a lot of great collabos, to be quite honest. Duck Down, Boot Camp Click definitely had their share of great collabos as well. Getting close to the end of the list, this one, I wouldn't be able to mention 90s collabos without mentioning 
these last two. Four, three, two, one. From the Phenomenon album by LL Cool J. With LL, Method Man, Rap Man, Cannabis, Master P, and DMX. Produced by Eric Sermon. This track <laughs> definitely got a big reaction from people. Not just because of the obvious reasons. But to have that combination of artists on a song and have it work, it definitely worked. DMX's verses obviously stands out because of this. I mean, you all saw that Apollo performance. You saw how badly he ripped the crowd up and how they responded to his verse of that energy. But this song is famous for one in particular reason. This started the infamous beef between LO Cool J and Cannabis about the with the infamous thing about the mic on his arm and grabbing it off of his arm while still attached to it and everything else cannabis and then LL Cool J taking disrespect to that obviously the moment of contention and the debate about what was said as far as the tattoo was concerned between LL Cool J and cannabis that started a beef between the two which led cannabis to put out second round knockout led LL Cool J to put out the ripper strikes back and they would sort of subtly jab at each other over the next few years. And then years later, they finally put the beef to rest. But this is a great posse cut, though. 4321. And the album for Bello Cool J was probably a little underwhelming, to say the least. But this was a standout track from that album, no doubt. And then to close it out on my favorite posse cuts from the 90s, I had to mention this one because this is a classic and maybe my favorite all-timer because it includes one of my favorite groups. And that's none other than Scenario from A Tribe Called Quest's Low End Theory album with Tribe featuring leaders of the new school produced by Tribe Called Quest and... We're talking about scenario here with leaders of the new school. I mean, how else can you wrap up Posse Cuts in the 90s by talking about this song? Q-Tip, Five Dog, Charlie Brown, Dinko D, Busta Rhymes. <laughs> I mean, it's great, man. That uh, video just, of course, is a classic video, but this is a classic Posse Cut from really one of the standout and probably one of the top five to top ten albums of the 1990s. As far as hip hop is concerned, it definitely was a great track. Something scenario 30 something years has been old and it's a track that it still gets a certain reaction from those of us who hear it when we hear it on the radio or see the video. So there we go. Posse cuts from the 1990s. I know, I know, I know I left some out because some of you all are listening to this and figuring out, yo, B Cox didn't mention this. He didn't mention that. So we want to hear from you all. What do you think about my picks for posse cuts during the 90s? Do you like them? Do you not like them? Did I leave something out that you thought I should have mentioned? Of course, go ahead, hit us up. Talk to us on social media. Hit us up on the website. Let's start a discussion. Talk about your favorite posse cuts and let's have a conversation to see what you got. And that is going to wrap up yet another edition of The Vault. Please make sure you are visiting us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. There you can learn more about the show. Check out our past episodes, join our mailing list, leave a review, or if so inclined, you can leave us a voice note. Click the blue microphone in the bottom right-hand corner to leave us a voice note to let us know what you think about the show or to just show us some love. To support the show, click the coffee cup shaded in yellow in the bottom left-hand corner to access our Buy Me A Coffee page. On Buy Me A Coffee, you can give a small monetary donation to support the show to ensure that we can keep the vault open for many years to come. You can also visit us on social media. 
at Vault Classic Pod on IG, Twitter, and on TikTok. Also hit us on YouTube and our Facebook page. Like and follow us on social media. Subscribe to the pod and the YouTube channel. We do it here all for you. We appreciate the support. And if you have a friend, tell a friend and make sure that that friend tells a friend. Always remember to keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. And as we close, we like to remind everyone to dream big because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate and elevate because you were never destined or created to stay stationary or ordinary in this life. And on that note, we say peace. Thank you for listening and coming into The Vault. Please subscribe and visit us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.